Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading Life in the Dead Lane by Lucy Quinn. This ain't our best episode, and it ain't our worst episode, but it is an episode, and I think at this point, that's what we're aiming for. Austin Hanna. Hi, my name is Ganesh Sarma. Shane Burklow. And this week we're reading Life in the Dead Lane by Lucy Quinn. Book two in the Secret Seal Isle Mystery series. Did we do the first one? Uh, who knows? Things go in one ear and out the other. I'm on autopilot. I have been for months. Ganesh, did we do it? Nope. Ah. Oh, so we're starting fresh with book two. Why not? I say get in right in the action. Yeah, we don't need any of that exposition. Why start Craig? with Phantom Menace when you can jump into the Clone Wars? Good call. Hmm. Well... If you haven't listened to this show before, there's always a cat meowing somewhere in the background. And uh, we read free ebooks from Amazon Prime. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page of the book. And then we go home. Why? Because that's where I sleep at night. No, but why do we do this? Why do we sleep at night? I don't know. I guess to recharge my batteries. No, I why gotta have we... a I gotta be fresh in the morning. You got me all wrong. Why do we do this? The podcast. Oh, oh fun uh the potential for future money that ain't ever coming i don't know why do we do it ego probably a little bit. makes me laugh i think ganesh does it for credit card points what because every time we come here he buys us dinner and then we vim him but he's getting on those points mm, that's true he's getting the points he's a point hoarder uh what do points what do, so i don't know this what do you stuff. get with points what do you do with them you trade them in for dr pepper's you crack those open, get the codes off the bottom of the bottle caps, plug those into a web app, and then you get a free burnt CD with three tracks on it. It's usually uh, some Kid Rock and some Three Doors Down. Mm-hmm. Oh, this makes sense. That's perfect for you. The classics. Well, that's about it for us. Did you, did you like Puddle of Mud? Were you into them? Or did they strew, Did they skew to, like, dirt? You got it all wrong. When Puddle of Mud was around, Ganesh was into heavy metal. He's only reached the Puddle of Mud stained level music at an older age. Far too late. It's called Looking Back. Ah, yeah. Yeah, now I feel like, as an adult, I could really appreciate that kind of music. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, just being 30 years old and... Man, I'm sad all ...having the time. dumb ideas in your head. If I go crazy, man, well, you still call me Superman. That's a good one. Got that on vinyl. Was that stained? No. Three doors down. Stain. Let's hear this. You know, I've always been self-conscious because my name rhymes with Shane. Or stain. Your name is Shane. Oh, you've been self-conscious because your name rhymes with Stain. Yeah. Stain Burkle. That's a good nickname, man. We should start calling you that. You're going to regret that you brought this up. Don't talk about my stains. Uh-oh. That's just Stain. I used that stinky kid down the block. Oh, that's Stain Burkle. So I used to spill food all over myself a lot, and I'd go, oh. does this stain? You said that was like your catchphrase? Yeah. Wow. When would you turn it around? I still, still have stains on stains. all my clothes. He just wears uh, heavy patterns so he can't tell. <laughs> all right. Let's hear the synopsis of uh, Life in the who? Life in life the fast lane. lane. Dead lane. Dead lane. Oh. That's significantly worse. Oh. You'll like this, Austin. 
Oh, have you read it? No, just uh, oh, you just can. You're surmising. Just the vibe. Ah, let's hear it. Loving a deadline. Your cat's having all a full night long. That's their theme song. Mm-hmm. All Cookie James, FBI agent and innkeeper extraordinaire, wants is a romantic date with her hot handyman. But what she gets is a corpse presented with a big red bow. Oh dear. Who is it? Matt Dillon. He looks like a corpse, right? No, kind of. He looks like a strong, healthy man. No, but just kind of like he's got like a spooky face. Oh, sure. Actually, like a Frankenstein head. Pretty close. When she and Dylan discover a boat with what? a dead body. Yeah, you have read this. Not only is her picnic ruined, but a woman from Dylan's past returns to the island. Yeah, right. This is my Bible. The famous rock star appears to want a comeback tour with her former bodyguard. But Cookie doesn't have time to worry about that because her oh-so-sexy ex-FBI partner has arrived, too. So many characters in the synopsis alone. And he's ready to make a little music of his own. With an entangled love life, too much manscaping, and a songbird in trouble, it's once again Cookie's job to wrap up another murder. I feel like we should have read the first one. I don't know what I'm getting into. Yeah, this expanded universe is pretty cool. So many characters. It's like The Simpsons. I heard talk of manscaping. Ah, do you manscape? I know Ganesh does is got man- to. Is manscaping where you, um, uh, you know. You're going to have to expand on that. So you, you trim. You know. You, know, you, you wax. You, uh. Yeah, you know. Shave. Yeah, I know. I know what manscaping is. You're the one who asked. All right. You know. You guys don't manscape. I feel like Shane's the only one who may trim no i do i have to you have to i, mean, I don't have just, a choice yeah you're right you can't live it's a mess natural it's a mess everything's a mess god that's sick boy do you want to read the book let's read this book. please okay let's all jump ahead to the let's let's go to, how about we start with the first page of life in the dead lane Read the first page now of Life in the Dead Lane. Chapter One. Okay, Cookie James declared, leaning back against the boat's hull, both arms draped over the side, long chestnut hair flying in the summer wind. Sorry, mm. 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 it's Cookie Talk. Mm-hmm. I, I don't a- know about you guys. Mm-hmm. I do like a good cookie. Not, I don't have a sweet tooth. I like cookies. Okay. That's like the definition of a sweet tooth, dude. Yeah, I don't like candy. I like chocolate chip cookies. Okay. Just chocolate chip. You like sugar? I like sugar cookies. Oatmeal raisin? I like those too. Wow. Okay. So you got all your bases covered. I like snickerdoodles. Uh-huh. I like peanut butter cookies. Uh-huh. I like, what else? Would, well, maybe macadamia nuts. It'd be easier to just say, what cookies do you not like? I can't think. Well, I'll be damned. This man likes cookies. You know who has the best, not the best, but some really good cookies? It's me. And you don't sleep on them. Subway sandwiches. What? They do have good cookies. You're right. We all know that. Everybody in America knows that. I know. You got to go there for the cookies. <sighs> yeah. They're trying to rebrand after Jared. I think maybe you hit the cookies hard. Forget what worked for you in the past. These are pedophile-free cookies. These are age-appropriate cookies. Come get your cookie with your uh, your peer. I'll admit that when you asked me to lunch, this isn't what I was expecting. Thank you for reading more. From his place behind her by the motor, Dylan Creed grinned. That was kind of the point, he explained. Steel blue eyes hidden behind mirrored shades and the bill of his baseball cap but dimples clearly visible through his stubble below his sunglasses. I thought you might like a little mystery. 
God made a smiler. Cookie laughed as much at the adorable expression on his face as the comment itself. He was giddy like a little kid, thrilled he'd gotten away with something. I don't like that reaction. You don't me. like it. I don't like adults being giddy. No. No, 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 no. Excitable? Yeah. Giddy? No. No, no, no. Hey, you know what would be funny? Huh. If Will Smith's song was getting giddy with it. That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't live in that world. Nah. We live in Jiggy. <laughs> Universe Jiggy. Though he was right, she did like to be surprised. As long as it was a good surprise. And Dylan himself had certainly proved to be one of those, Cookie thought. Glad she was also wearing sunglasses and able to stare at him all she wanted. The day was pleasantly warm, and despite the breeze generated by their boat's forward motion and the cold saltwater spray, Dylan was wearing only a snug t-shirt and an equally snug pair of blue jeans. Ooh. Acid wash, do you think? They're gonna be. I don't get it. You dunk them in some chemicals. That's how you're supposed to do acid wash jeans? Yeah. Full on dip. That's That way you get the shape. So when you wear them in real life, the shape is there of the wash. <laughs> Simple stuff. I know you're a denim man. You don't know he's a denim man? Remember that time he had the whole kerfuffle with Levi's? Got in like a back oh, and forth yeah. with them? I had a moment with Levi's. He's on their no ship list now. <laughs> do not. I was threatening. No the, business with this man. <laughs> I was like, I will be a Wrangler man. Yeah. And they were like, so be it. They were like, good. <laughs> Dude, good. You've got that Wrangler energy. You, you got Wrangler. Idiot. You're your Wrangler trash. You get out of the Levi's family and you don't come back. Well, now you have to explain what happened. Huh? Uh, well, I ordered uh, two to three pairs of the same jeans. And instead of those arriving, you know what arrived? Hmm. I do, but I want to A hear jean jacket it. with the New York Mets logo on it. Yeah. But massive. Like massive. The biggest on, logo you've ever on seen. The on the like back. Not like a chest patch. Just said Mets. Yeah. Really big. And then you said. I was like, hey, wait a minute. You opened it up and you said, hold on. I like the looks of this, but I don't remember ordering it. I was like, did I do other business with Levi's? What am I supposed to be receiving? Anyway, I talked to a bunch of robots and everyone was mad. They were like, just keep the jacket. Oh, this is a courtesy jacket. Actually, no, I think I paid for the, I just paid for the jacket. And then I bought the pants again. Well, that's the wrong move. You got <laughs> swindled. What? They said, yeah, you know what? Just keep the jacket. We're going to keep the money. Let's just call this a done deal. You buy those jeans again. And we'll make sure <laughs> we get it right this time. Also, yeah. pay us for that jacket. Maybe I didn't pay. I don't know. It was like four years ago. Damn. Time flies. And I was like, wow, someone out there who really wanted a Mets jacket got a, whole, got a bunch, bunch of, of jeans. Pants. And they were like, man, thanks. You did me a favor, Levi's. I made a mistake on my first order. These jeans will do me just fine. Well, it was in the spring, too. I bet they were getting that jacket to go to some Mets games. Mm. So they were probably waiting they were ready. for it to arrive. And then they probably had a hot date at the ballpark. Mm. All right, hot date. They had to just go draped in jeans. Yeah. Just wrapped around them like a makeshift jacket. What a nightmare. Really worse for them. Mm. Anyway, I gave the jean jacket to the bartender at the local bar. Now we get free drinks all the time. Yeah, Shane's an alcoholic. Sad stuff. She was dying to find out, but decided against getting handsy on what was their first or possibly second date, depending on how one looked at it. The first, a lunch date, had been cut short when her ex-partner had strolled into the restaurant. Either way, she had been thrilled when Dylan had agreed that they should pick up where they left off, and surprised, but intrigued, when he told her to meet him down at the dock. He had been waiting there for her with a big smile on his face, and it was smiling down at the dock. I'm having a damn great time down at the dock. Damn, there's waves. Damn, that fisherman's got a good day. Man, is that a sea-do? I thought we could go someplace a little more private. 
he said when she'd arrived, gesturing toward the battered motorboat beside him. Under the dock. <laughs> I know just the spot. You ever walked under the docks? Yeah. Nah, dude. Oh, Spooky. It's where the teens are. Yeah, they're smoking cigarettes, wearing there. leather jackets. They'll cuss at you. Uh-huh. They're rude. Smoking hashish. All that funny business down there. <laughs> they are stinking up a storm down there. And graffiti? I don't like to see it. Right in the word. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck the troops. <laughs> yes, Cookie congratulated herself. <laughs> Studying his strong features, his short dark hair, and the play of his muscles beneath his shirt and along his arms. Man, I wish she described his hair as a bob. <laughs> he just had a, a light, sensible summer bob. <laughs> One of that nice breeze on his neck. We should write a book. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're, we'd do it better. We would I mean, write no the offense. freakiest little book. This book's terrific, but you got to give the guy a bob. She hadn't expected someone like Dylan when she and her mother had moved here to Secret Seal Isle, but he had been a welcome surprise indeed. Penny for your thoughts? Dylan's gravelly voice interrupted her. Mm, gravelly. And judging by a smile that verged on a smirk, despite her sunglasses, Cookie had been caught ogling him yet again. Mm, mm, mm. Damn. Damn. What do you ogle? Uh, meats hanging in a deli window. <laughs> Come on in, little Austin. I stand outside like a cartoon dog, <laughs> drooling with my tongue hanging out of my mouth, panting, waiting for somebody to toss me a leftover bone. <laughs> <laughs> One of those big cartoon hams. I eat it whole. <laughs> I see it. It's your own damn fault for being so darn hot, she thought, but didn't say. Dylan certainly hadn't objected to her directness so far, but there were limits, especially this early on. Instead, she cast about for something to say and was saved by the sound of a bell somewhere nearby. Saved Ooh, by the bell. Saved one by the say. bell. I bet he was like, oh, I know she thinks I'm hot, but I know I totally rip big ones. <laughs> Big wet ones. How do I tell her about my horrible fart? Soon enough. Clang, clang. There they, they are. are. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, my wet me. ones. <laughs> I'm sorry. The sound was similar to that of the local ferry. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. delightful. But different <laughs> enough that she knew that wasn't it. Dude, that, what was that? It sounded like this thing. Dylan's bangers. Uh oh. I've been caught. Bang, bang, bang. Goes my booty. <laughs> Man, that's good. Can we change the theme song? Let's get Morris <laughs> to put that in there. Bang, bang, bang. Goes that booty. Bang, bang, bang. Goes my booty. It's like a big band number. I could hear it. This was a slightly harsher tone, lower and rougher. <laughs> What's that? She asked. Oh, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind that. I the, didn't hear that. The sea breeze? <laughs> she asked. Uh, that must have been a car backfiring. I don't know what was going on there. Squinting against the late morning sunlight <laughs> as she tried to, to find the source of the noise. Uh-oh. But all she saw She's sniff it out. was the nearby shore of an uninhabited island. Ah, must have been over there. <laughs> yeah, let's go that way right now. None, boy, Dylan replied. And Cookie shot him a glance, but he didn't appear to be laughing. None, boy, she repeated. What does that mean, exactly? None of what? And who are you calling boy? She lifted her sunglasses and glanced down at her ample chest before raising one questioning eye. <laughs> Wait, where did these come from? <laughs> I've never seen these before. Now he so forgetful. <laughs> Holy moly. Now he did laugh, but not meanly. None as in Sister Mary Margaret, he explained. And Bowie as in a kind of floating in the water. Oh, he said Bowie. You said boy, though. It's spelled boy on the friggin' page. He's right. an idiot. Not you, the character. 
Ooh. And also you. What next? Ganesh, what's next? What's next, Ganesh? Ganesh what's next? What's read. next? Read. What's next? Read. <laughs> oh, you got to coordinate our chance. Uh, yeah. I was going read. <laughs> Simple one word. With one hand controlling the motor, he pointed to one side, and following his gesture, Cookie spotted what looked like a bright red cone bobbing in the water a little ahead of them and off to the right. It's called a nun buoy. They're used to mark the edges of a channel, especially near open water like a sea or an ocean. You idiot. It's got a number on it to show how far we are from the nearest dam or reservoir. Or the show the channel number. You keep them on your starboard side or to the right, and you know you're heading upstream. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. He just right. mansplained all that shit. <laughs> She's very patient to be with this little tutor. Tilting her head, Cookie watched as they slid past the buoy. And the bell? Oh, don't mind that bell. Forget about that bell. <laughs> you didn't see that bell. You know the buoy's there, I mean, if, even if you can't see it. He's just making this up off the top of his head. That way you can find the channel in Fogger at night. Fogger, huh? Cookie nodded. She was a beginner when it came to sailing or boating, though at least she was a solid swimmer. Secret Seal Isle was a good 30 minutes by boat from the mainland, and most of its residents could handle a water vessel better than they could a car. Cookie hadn't gone quite that native yet, however. Damn, Cookie. Let's stop there. Oh. I think Ganesh is so bored. Yeah, he's got. He's looking at his watch, it's, checking the time. His leg is bouncing up and down. Yeah, he's got other plans. Maybe another podcast to record. We can't tell. We're not allowed to know yeah, more let's about wrap his this up, personal Chris. life. You said you wouldn't double book. He but. keeps us at a, yeah, at a distance. I only know him as a business partner these days. He's got to get more points. <laughs> He's just racking. Well, we're, good luck. We're just point generators for him. Come on, fellas. We're all friends here. Uh, I thought we were. We'll see what happens between now and the 25% mark of Life in the Dead Lane. Her and what's his name of uh, found the source of that weird sound. I think he was just sailing around to prove that he didn't break it. Yeah, he's getting as far away from that far as he can. He sailed halfway across the damn lake. Yes, Cookie, stand um upwind. <laughs> <laughs> just letting it loose. All right, let's see what's going on here at the twenty-five percent mark. Oh yeah, cough all over my intro. Twenty-five percent mark of life in the dead lane. That's an easy name. I'm going to nail that one all episode. It's like a normal phrase with one stupid word in it. What's the stupid word? Lane? Yeah. It's the normal phrase is life in the dead zone. They looked out. The ferry was in sight by the time they reached the dock, so they only had to wait a few minutes before they could board for the return trip to Hancock. And thanks to the newly erected cell phone tower, Hunter was able to call Sheriff Watkins while they were still on the ferry. <laughs> well, I nice. think they got the tower up. Nokia. <laughs> My phone's going to work. Hold on. And find out where Dickie's boat had been taken. Turns out there's a dock set aside for the cops and the Coast Guard, he told Cookie once they ended the call. Special dock? Turns out. I thought they just used a regular dock like me. They were standing by the railing, and it was hard under Cookie's forearms as she leaned on it to watch the water slip past. That's how gravity works. My poor forearms are being slammed down into the dock. Life is just gravity pushing you down until your back hurts and your legs hurt, and you're just like, fuck, I want to die. And then you do. And then what? Well, that's, that's life's greatest mystery, isn't it? 
I'll tell you what. I would love to hear what you, you think. This. We just do that. This is eternity. <laughs> this is hell. We're in it. We're going to record infinite more episodes of Amazon Book Club well into the next uh, millennium. Well, that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. See, it could get worse. It could be worse. Kenny gets really bummed when we talk about dying. I think maybe perhaps he has the greatest fear of dying of all. Nah. You're the only one who's really bothered by it. You're always like perturbed when we bring I don't know. I'm not necessarily perturbed by it, but I do feel as a producer of this show. Oh, for the love of that God. I Mr. Showbiz over here. I, I can't have you talking about fucking wanting to die every week. Dude, yeah, he just doesn't like. Kenny just doesn't want to have to make an immemorium reel. <laughs> It's a podcast. It's just audio. Sad music. Well, it would, be, it would just Hannah. be for two of us. Oh, yeah. Just playing for you. If all. one of us died, would you continue and have like a sad episode where you come back? <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of funny to think about. The first Amazon book club after Shane died. <laughs> and we're just like, well... We're going to soldier on. <laughs> that's what Shane would have wanted. Yeah. It's, it's not, though. That's when we bring in the scabs. I'll haunt you. <laughs> Ooh, the haunted podcast could be a good niche. And I'll haunt you in a way that I'll put little worms in your brain so you have to do musical cues all the time. That's rude. Joke's on you, buddy. And I already got those sessions. worms in my brain, my friend. Yeah, joke's on you, buddy. All right. Anyway, sorry <laughs> to bring it back to death, but you know. Where the mind goes. For every negative thing you say, I want you to say two positive things. Nothing I said was negative. Death is a part of life. It's part of the journey, my friend. The adventure of life is bookended by dying for everybody. Say something really sweet about little babies being born. I love uh, little babies being born. I don't. I got nothing to say about that. Birth doesn't do it for me. Death, now that's where it's at. All that's right. where the money is. Nobody's seeing born hard. They're seeing die hard. Put that on a shirt. Sometimes you say some really <laughs> profound shit. I, I gotta, I gotta hand it to you, man. I'm impressed. Thank you, thank you all. Oh, is it time for my applause? I've never got. Oh my god! Crowd <laughs> standing up. <laughs> now just the left side. Oh no! Now, oh. now the right. Dude, you doing it against yourself is the best yeah. gift you could have given me. Oh, what is this? Is this a choir of dogs and newborn babies? Oh, dogs and babies clapping together? This is Good lord. Well, I guess I guess I earned it. Thank you all. Oh, I hear a little chant in the back. Oh, stink. Oh, stink. Oh, stink. Oh, stink. Oh, French See you around. Was I reading a book? Where was I? I don't know. Did what. I just start or am I finishing up? Hmm. <laughs> They're at the That's dock. <laughs> That's uh, what I, I asked when I'm I read 10 words. <laughs> and we've been speaking for what feels like an eternity. Yeah, this podcast sucks. Why do you listen to it? <laughs> Why do you even have the book? So they only had to wait a few minutes before they could board for the return trip to Hancock. I already read that. I knew they were going to Hancock. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and then to the newly erected cell phone yeah, tower. remember the cell phone tower. Uh, I don't remember yeah. reading any of this. Well, you got to pay attention to the book. Yeah, here. and Dylan was like, can you hear me now? <laughs> of course you can, motherfucker. Like those <laughs> contemporary commercials. To the newly erected cell phone tower, Hunter was able to call Sheriff Watkins while they were still on the ferry and find out where Dickie's butt had been taken. I've read yeah, well and it's, it's at the dock where the fucking cops go. We know all this. Great. Cookie frowned, standing up and crossing her arms over her chest as she recalled the boat. I didn't really look around before, she said. Dickie was laying right there on the deck when he went aboard, and we called it in right away, then waited for the Coast Guard to show up and take over. I never even went below deck. 
All I'm thinking about is that Budweiser never made Waza commercials with cell phones. Why not? Is, it, is that more of a landline prank? Budweiser doesn't make cell phones. Oh, this is the 90s, man. People weren't on cell phones back then. Yeah, but like they didn't adapt Waza to cell phones. <laughs> Waza. Uh, <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't do it. Sorry, man. I have a theory. Jesus. All right. Are you ready for this? Yeah. yeah. I think they were all ready to make more of the Waza brand. Like those commercials, you know, maybe even tie in some of those like little froggies. Yeah. You know, what I'm but, well, yeah. Uh-huh. but the uh, um, MP3 client, Kaza, really killed it. It was tainted. Nobody calls it Waza but you. It's Waza. But it's so close to Kaza, and that was so taboo because that was so illegal. And the people from Metallica wouldn't have let it happen. You're on another planet, dude. And I stand by this. Continue the reading the book. <laughs> Already like one paragraph in. Start at the top again. <laughs> the cell phone tower just went up. Hunter got a sidelong glance at her one eyebrow raised. Listen to you, Charlene Jameson, total city girl, talking like you were born on the water. Hardly. <laughs> Cookie replied with a laugh. But yeah, you pick up a thing or two. You know how it is. Cookie's name is Charlene Jameson. Is that what I heard? Mm-hmm. All right. Like the uh, scotch. I'm going to write that in, write that in my, my little notebook, my notepad. It'd be funny if we were all taking notes. They'd probably make the podcast better. Actually, you know what the fuck was going on? No, I would just be doodling. I would draw. Every 30 seconds, we're just like, I don't like asparagus. And we talk about that for 45 minutes. I would be drawing Ganesh pooping on your head. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, that's right. Well, that'd be great. I mean, get some more merch up there, you know? Give the people what they want. And I think that's what they, I mean, that's what I want. Yeah. Well, you're people, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) He nodded, gazing out over the choppy water. I know how it is. They just stood there in companionable silence for a moment. Not surprisingly, Cookie was the one to break it first. Patience had never been her strong suit. So what do we think about peaches? She asked. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're good. Don't care for them. Yeah, I love their song, Fuck the Pain Away. <laughs> Keeping her voice down so it wouldn't carry past Hunter. There were a few other people on the ferry and she didn't want to add to the gossip mill. Man, that's a song that I surprisingly know a lot of the lyrics to. There's only like 10 lyrics. I know. That's enough. I don't, that's retain, all you know. I don't retain info. That's good. Yeah. You do that karaoke. That's actually a good karaoke song. I haven't done it. Put that in my notebook. I would, love, I to s- I would love to see you do that in a room full of strangers. Come on. Let's do it. Let's go. I'll do it. Fortunately, the sound of the ferry's motor and the constant rush of the wind and the sigh of the waves provided plenty of privacy. The only person even remotely near them was singing an obnoxious song. Fuck the pain away. <laughs> Fuck the pain away. Sucking all my titties. Like, okay, I'll stop. Demanding that his baby shake it till she breaks it. She gritted her teeth, knowing that earworm was going to stick with her the rest of the day. Ooh. It sounds like there might be a ghost aboard. Earworms. Hunter frowned. I don't think she did it. He answered after a second, his hands gripping the railing. She looked genuinely upset. Really upset. And even though she and Trina got in each other's faces, her body didn't display any other forms of aggression, not even a tightening of her fists. So I don't think she's the type to resort to violence. Astute. What's the mystery? What's going on that we don't know who did? It's a murder. I should ask somebody who actually read this book. (laughs) A murder. Ah, a murder. Get on Goodreads. Sure. Cookie nodded, forcing herself to stop swaying to pop song, now embedded in her brain. I'm with you. I do think they were dating, like she said. And I totally buy that she's the one who manscaped him. Oh, don't mind if I do. I have no doubt she was telling the truth when she said she last saw him Tuesday night. She replayed the conversation and its interruption. If Trina was right and Dickie was cheating on Peaches. Oh, Dickie. Then he could have been out on his boat with the other woman Wednesday morning. Damn. 
That would explain the gift wrapping. I suppose it would. But there wasn't anyone else on the boat when we found it. So where'd the secret lover go? I don't know. Overboard. They must have held them underwater with an oar. Like what Christopher Walken and that other actor did in the 70s. Jeez. What? People? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood. Uh Uh-huh. Sorry, folks. Sorry. To the Wood estate. I don't know. And they still living Christopher Walken. uh, Just chilling. He was just on the boat, right? Yeah. Sure. He didn't know anything about it. Who's the other person? There's another guy, right? Uh, Brando? Her husband. No, not Brando. Yeah, her husband. What's his name? I forget. I don't know. Well, good talk. Uh, I don't know. Maybe someone on that boat can help answer the question. Yeah, the captain. There wasn't anything else to say, so Cookie leaned forward until the ocean spray tickled her cheeks, then (laughs) closed her eyes and let herself enjoy the sun and the sea and the motion and the reassuring presence of the man beside her. The end. (laughs) That's it. Let's stop there. Okay. They're on the boat. That's all I know. What's going on? Huh? What do you think is going on? Well, for one, they're on a boat. Yeah. Yes. And for uh, another thing, uh-huh. they're probably going to go back to land at some point mm-hmm. for food and fuel. And because her last name is Jameson, I think she might have a cocktail. Interesting guess. Let's see what happens when we jump ahead to the 50%. And Dylan, line. I think he's going to have a cocktail, but it's going to be really dressed down. Uh, like a rum and coke. That's not barely even a cocktail. I said dressed down. Hmm. 50% mark of uh, Life in the Deadline coming up right now. Hey, uh, it's the 50% mark of Life in the Deadline. Chapter 13. Ooh, spooky. When she stepped back outside, the first thing Cookie noticed was that Hunter was still there, though he was standing by the table instead of sitting at it. Hey. Oh, you're still here. But at least he Yeah, but now I'm standing. Oh, I got a whole other vibe now. But at least he hadn't bailed on her. The second thing she noticed was that Haley and Dylan were gone, which was probably a good thing. Much harder to embarrass herself around Dylan if he wasn't there. Feeling better? Hunter asked as she approached. She could tell by his tone what he really meant was, ready to stop acting crazy? Damn, what a dick. Yes, she responded, answering both questions at once. Hunter has a goatee. Bam. Every hunter does. It's in the name. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I really am. I, I don't know what got into me. I've got a pretty good idea, he said, shaking his head. It's an imp and it's got green eyes. He looked a little <laughs> sad. Oh? I shouldn't have. Now we're talking. It's Yoda. <laughs> It's little fucking Yoda. You know Yoda. He's in there. He stinks. Yoda smells like curdled milk. God damn. Sour. Ain't no showers on Dagobah. The boy stink. Is that where he's from? No, that's where he lived at the end of his life. He was just lodging there. It was like a, his senior home. Mm-hmm. There was. No one there to scrub the little guy. Lived out his golden... Yeah, back on uh, Coruscant when he was in the Jedi Order, they actually gave him sponge baths. Mm-hmm. It was Padme's job. Well, they sponged him, and then uh, one big worm or something like would hose him down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the worm had like soap water coming out yeah. of his butt. And then after he'd swear, he'd look at the camera and go, "It's a living." And then Yoda would be like, "A living, it is." Yeah, and then it'd be a freeze frame. Damn. Yeah, the original trilogy was so good, man. Yeah, that's right. It's Lucas, baby. I think. Okay, we we've, we've talked about Yoda stinking uh, before in this on this little project, but. 
You know, everyone I think in that universe stinks. I think you look at Luke, he they, stinks. They don't show any showers or bathrooms at all. Oh, I mean, they normally don't in movies. That's not true. Plenty of movies have bathrooms. Yeah, scenes. yeah, in bath you th- in movies. Nobody's the main ever character's show- like, now excuse me, I need to go to the bathroom. I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying that Han Solo should have been like, yo, sorry, I gotta go take a dump, but I feel like it could have had like like what's what's the latrine situation on the Death Star? Like, there's got to be mad plumbing in there. There's got to be pipes full of shit just all over the Death Star. Do you think they just let it out in space? Hell Probably. Hell, hell yeah, yeah, dude. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Man, if I could rocket You're shit already out basically like a terrorist organization. You're blowing up planets and shit. What's well, a little bit of doo-doo in the air? I mean, yeah, you definitely shoot your shit out of the side of the... There's like a little, uh, uh, like a pipe that just shit blocks come out of at the side of All the right. Death Star. Well, think about uh, Jar Jar Binks and like the Gundams or whatever the hell they are. <laughs> They're all underwater, Gungans. so... Gungans. All their stuff is just floating around with them. Oh, they have toilets, probably. Or some other method I'm of just excreting saying, waste. Star Wars is the filthiest universe in all fictional universes. It stinks. It's it, like literally I mean, it probably stinks. does, yeah. You're right. I hope that the Disney experience that they're building out gets Thanks. into this. Yeah, when you go to the Star Wars world at Disneyland, uh, yeah, everything just smells like unwashed balls. They call it 4D. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what Star Wars smells like. Don't you want to know what Watto from Tatooine <laughs> smells like? Anyway, she's got a little green goblin in her. Who is it? Better not be like a metaphor. I shouldn't have laid into you like that. I want it to be literal. No. Sorry. I just never seen you act this way. Again, his underlying meaning was crystal clear. You've never acted this way about me. I know. And she did know. She loved Hunter. At the very least as a partner and a friend, if not something more. What did partner mean to her? Like in crime? Like Benson and Stabler. Oh. Maybe she's a detective. Okay. Cookie and Hunter working together. Oh, that's Going song. out to the lonely seal island. <laughs> you get a beautiful singing voice in this episode. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Trusted him with her life, and yes, she was attracted to him. There was no denying that, no sir. But even when he'd been flirting with Haley the other night, she hadn't felt jealous. Annoyed, maybe. Left out, certainly. A little dissed. But jealous? Nah, <laughs> not really. <laughs> hey, I felt a little dissed. Dude, Little Dist was my screen name. Because <laughs> all the kids would punk on me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yeah, well, you're talking a Little Dist right here. Mm-hmm. Don't you forget. Yeah. Little Dist remembers. Not really. Certainly not the way she had just now over Dylan. Stain Burklow, <laughs> a.k.a. Little Dist. Yeah, well, what can you do? That's life, huh? It's a street name. Everyone's having fun when you're me. In my life. But was this normal? Was this okay? She had so little experience feeling jealous romantically that she had no idea. And right now really wasn't the time to explore it. Let's get back to work. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> that one cat meow was just so strange. I was like, ah. <laughs> It was like not real. Uh, it's cat, cute. These cats are calling for help. Too cute. I think Tuna should host this. She's way better than all of us. Yeah. She's a little ball of joy. Let's release just the cat meows. And on a new podcast called The Cat's Meow, presented by the Amazon Book Club. There's probably a huge audience for this. Yeah, freaks. There's definitely a market for it. Frankly, I could see some crossover. We should have the cats mic'd up and us in the background. Yeah. We're just talking in the distance. Sometimes you'll hear us catch a little glimpse. Put a mic in the LB over here. The litter box. That's what you call it. Nice. Considerate of you to abbreviate. I didn't want to get the cats riled up talking about the... <laughs> the L-I-T-T-E-R-B-O-X. <laughs> Let's get back to work, okay? 
This whole detour is my fault, and I'm totally owning it, but I'm game to move past it if you are. That earned her a smile at least. You're on. Hunter held up a bag, and I got some food to go. Figure we owed them for taking up the table anyway. Great. Cookie pivoted away from the bar, only to see someone approaching them off the street. Ugh, back off. This is my goulash and my bag. I bought it and I'm taking it to go. A familiar someone <laughs> in the goulash fast food restaurant in town. A familiar someone in uniform with a star on his chest. Deputy Swan? She waited for him to reach her, worried that she might be in for a repeat of his ranting at her yesterday. But he didn't look angry. Quite the opposite, in fact. He looked excited. <laughs> Whoa. You know? He's a swan. Yeah. Which was certainly something she hadn't seen on the lazy deputy before. Miss James. Swan called out as he stepped up onto the porch and lurched to a stop before them, red-faced and gasping for air. I hate when people are gasping for air. It's like, get a life. They're trying to. I don't have patience for people who run out of energy. I manage my How whole life to never be exhausted. <laughs> what? Yeah. No wonder you can't stand your fucking self, dude. You're never exhausted? Wait, you're never exhausted. Oh, I mean, energy, sure. But I mean, like, panting. Like, uh, uh, It's like, nah. I'm like that all the time. You're not like that when you walk up here to my apartment? No. No, I'm not. Are you? A little bit. You're panting when you get home? Sometimes. You gotta take it slower, man. Enjoy it. It's, yeah. It's a journey. That's right. Don't let life pass you by. Don't live life in the dead lane, bud. Yeah, come on, man. Dude, you live on the first floor, man. You don't have to worry about anything. I gotta worry about people breaking into my apartment. Yeah, I'm on the first you get, floor. like, something heavy in the mail, you don't gotta schlep that shit upstairs. I don't get heavy things in the mail. You don't get heavy things in the mail? Only light things. Oh, where do you do your heavy shopping? I'm you, living light right now. <laughs> you only buy light things, huh? Yep. Uh-huh. Huh. I bought a bunch of heavy things years ago, and I've, as I've moved, I've hired men to move them around for me. So and you, when they're in place, I just get more light things to keep it going. That's good. That's really good. Heavy things are a once-in-a-blue-moon purchase for me. Agent O'Neill, glad I spotted you. I was going to run over to Hancock. <sighs> But this way, you've saved me the trip. Mish comes home panting, and then while panting, makes himself a huge, like, chicken tikka masala. So it's a big, <laughs> greasy, just... Uh, I would uh, love to right, see... Time to make some <laughs> cream. Heavy I love, cream. I love the idea of Ganesha's panting because... When the subway lets him off, it's like the school bus let off, and he runs because he's running home to play video games yeah. or something. I do. He's, I skip home. I run through the fucking streets. I want to pay attention to the streetlights. Dodge cars. Wow. Just trying to get home to my freaking Nintendo over here. You're living life on the edge, bud. Might have to do it in memoriam for you. Nah, I'm nimble, dude. That's why I'm panting so hard. That doesn't sound right. <clears throat> and I'm out of shape. Ah, that's it. And still gulping, he held up a small plastic bag. Oh, this goulash. I can't get enough of <laughs> <laughs> I'm so full. A bag containing something the size of a penny and just as shiny, but far more colorful. What's this? Hunter asked, accepting the bag and peering at it. Uh, we, th- we found it on Dickie's body. Swan managed between breaths. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Ew. Did you watch it? Uh, I was one of the first on the scene. He glanced down at his feet. Uh, I kind of uh, forgot I had it maybe uh, until like uh, 10 minutes ago, man. Is this you? <laughs> this is the role you were born to play. Cookies panting and confused. Uh, uh, I don't know what's going on. Cookie stared at the man and vaguely registered that Hunter was doing the same. This is evidence from the crime scene? And no, you took- no, no, no. We just found it on his body. You took it without logging it? And then you forgot you had it for days? I logged it. Right up here in the old brain. I'm not good with the old uh, administrative piece of this I don't job. do paperwork, babe. I got a hunch. The deputy hung his head. Yeah. <laughs> his expression reminded her of a puppy after it had just been caught pooping on the living room rug. Oh, you got to rub his nose in it. Oh. oh. <laughs> Does it 
doesn't say that. In the book. I know I screwed up, but I haven't opened the bag or anything. I just, uh, yeah, misplaced it for a little bit, you see? And uh, as soon as I found it, I brought it to you. Cookie started to tell him just how much his carelessness might have screwed up their investigation. It seems fine. He should go to jail. Oh, excuse me? Yeah. He sides. brought it to them. Um, yeah. Who cares if it's a year later? He had his fun with it, his jollies. Yeah, he's probably looking at it. And you know what else? Mm. Breathing hard at it. Yeah. yeah. What am I going to do? I know they need it. <laughs> I'm just going to keep it here. In my butt. Right here. Cookie started to tell him just how much his carelessness might have screwed up their investigation, but Hunter laid a hand on her arm. Thank you, Deputy Swan, he said in his formal agent voice. We appreciate you bringing this to us, and uh, we'll be sure to log it into evidence. Oh, Swan's expression brightened as he realized he wasn't going to be lectured or yelled at, which was probably... (laughs) Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Swan, I think, is played by none other than Judge Reinhold. Reinhardt. Reinhold? None other than <laughs> none other the one and only. Because you know, uh, Judge Ra Ra. In um, U.S. Marshals, he gets a little comeuppance. He's in that. Yeah. Are you kidding? Me? Only Judge Reinhold movie I know is goddamn Santa Claus. Beverly yes. Hills Cop. Nah. Only movie I watch is the Santa Claus. What's the other one with Sean Penn? Fast Times. Yeah. Not the Santa Claus. I have seen. Okay. I know. I get it. U.S. Marshals. Tommy I, Lee Jones. I've seen Judge Ryan. I believe it's Annette. All the heavy hitters. All right. Whatever. Uh, let's stop there. It's fine. What part, of, what part of the book was that? That was 50%. Sweet Lord. We're almost there. We're almost at the top of this mountain, folks. Let's uh, let's jump ahead. Let's go to the seventy-five percent mark. No, this isn't jump. We're sliding downhill. We're going backwards. It's, no, we're, we're back to twenty-five percent. No, we mark just here. went over the hump. We're going. Mm-hmm. We're riptide and downhill. Oh, I see. Oh, you're saying that was the climax, and now we're heading towards the falling action. Maybe. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe you're right. Let's see what happens. Let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Those are classics. The Budweiser Frogs. Now that's advertising. Maybe that's Mad Men. That is Don Draper. Waltzes in in his suit. Sand carousel. That's what that is. Don Draper comes in and says, picture this. You got three frogs on a branch. They say Budweiser. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, the crowd oozing us. John Slattery's drunk. Drunk again. Duh. Got all our home run, Don. Laying his Spoilers of no one's got that far. Terrific. Spoilers. Have you not got that far? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe the listeners have. Heartbreaking. Oh, terrible. Stuff. Bleep it out. Bleep what I just said out. Bleep you out. Will do. All right. Let's uh, read the 75% mark of the damn book. Life in the Deadline. Wait a second, Hunter said. Snatching the phone out of Rain's hand. This looks exactly like the phone we found at Dickie's. Yeah, Cookie said, enjoying getting to cut him off for once. She shoved her hair out of her face. Get out of your hair. Clearly, the siblings were up to something. Something they didn't want anyone else to know about. That's the only reason you'd buy a pair of burners like this. Tell me more about the siblings. 
than boys, perhaps? She sighed. Too bad we don't have dickies anymore, or we could compare what's on them. The slow smoke smile spread across her ex-partner's face. Who says we don't? He, and he pulled out the phone in question from inside his jacket pocket. His dicky. Yikes. Keep that dicky to yourself. Cookie gaped at him. Ugh. That's evidence. Cookie, no. She accused. But Hunter laughed in her face. Evidence of what? He replied. Dickie's death was accidental, remember? Dickie's dead? Damn, what? I just saw Dickie. Oh, he was? I saw him down at Hooters last week. It was? Rain ass. They had both. Uh, that was Dickie sucking down those boneless. It's two for Tuesdays. They both completely <laughs> forgotten Cookie's mother was there. They turned to see her staring at both of them, utterly fascinated, as her gossip sense went into full overdrive. Oh, what happened to him? Dickie? We can't tell you that, Ma. He died. He died, all right. He, oh, he did, all right. I saw the corpse. Cookie said carefully. You know that. It's official police business. The mention of the word police did the trick. Rain flinched and backed away. Ooh, whoa. Oh, Ooh, all right. Hands up in front of her as if to ward off an evil spirit. I don't mess with those boys in blue. Oh, I'll leave you to it then. She declared, managing to make that sound like both a huge sacrifice and some sort of personal slight against her. Oh, maybe I'll just go check on dinner. Uh, that'd be amazing. Thanks. Yeah, see how that goulash is coming. <laughs> Goulash heavy town. Uh. Hunter told her, leveling one of his deadly smiles. Rain blushed and smiled back, <laughs> then turned and fled toward the kitchen. Ooh, bye. Put a little footsteps right there. Ooh, that's her sipping the goulash. Mm. Taste test. It's hot. Gotta wait for it to cool down. Not congeal. Gotta <laughs> wait. You gotta, it's gonna get the skin on top. Cookie could have rind. Cookie could have sworn she heard her mom giggling the whole way there. Oh, my babies are going to love this goulash. Mm, mm, mm. I'm using the finest macaroni noodles. Tonight. Time for mama's secret ingredient. So you pocketed it, figuring that they didn't need it anymore? Why? Cookie asked once her mom had gone, but she kept her voice down just in case. Her ex-partner shrugged and looked a little embarrassed. Actually, I forgot I had it. He confessed with a much more humble and more appealing smile. Everybody in this book's forgetting stuff. Well, I just found this thing. I forgot it. Does you, you see, I have this now. Well, that's life, <laughs> dude. Forgetting stuff? Yeah, man. Don't you forget things in your everyday life? Mm, I think maybe you need to see a neurologist. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. Austin never forgets. <laughs> He's like an elephant. Yeah, I am in more ways than one. Got a lot of ivory. Oh, yes. Illegal poached. What with Trina confessing to everything? That's even more important. The whole case fell apart anyway. Since there wasn't a murder, there wasn't any need for evidence, so it just slipped my mind. Until now. Nah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> they're just kind of going with the flow, huh? No, okay. Oh, <laughs> Real well. Loose approach to crime. You know. Cookie nodded. Yeah, I get it. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Rain had left her purse sitting on the little side table near the front door as usual. Let's look in her purse. You think she's got any candy in here? Worthers. I'm dying for a lolly. Which meant her cell phone might or might not be in there. But her charger would be. Rain always carried an extra. Ah, that's a USB-C right there. That's Rain's. The thought of missing out on her Facebook updates was too traumatizing should her phone die. Don't you hate the... Gotta catch what's going on on my news feed. What kind of wild political opinions do my aunts have? <laughs> you know, I kind of stepped away from Facebook and it felt oh. great. I kind of stepped away. I like kind it of was a away. It was like a business that you've decided to part yourself from. Well, I I decided to take a sabbatical from Facebook. I um I don't really use it. I noticed. 
Yeah. You're not accepting my pokes. You've been poking? Oh, I've been poking. And I've been token. Yeah, no, it's fine. Facebook sucks. What are you going to do? That's life. I'll be on it forever, though. It's weird. It's always people that I, like, have no idea who they are. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't, why am I looking at this? The only, I deleted it, but then I forgot, like, a password to something else. You know, he it had it back, to, like, revived it. it, like, automatically renewed it. It's good. I get to go look at photos of you when you're not around. For the longest time, when it would send birthday reminders, I was like, oh, yeah. And then I'd go in and I was like, I'm not friends with them. And I'd unfriend You delete them. people on their birthday? Yeah. Damn, you're the devil. <laughs> it was a good reminder. What a piece of shit. That's the Shane we know and love. After rummaging a minute, Cookie triumphantly tossed the charger to Hunter, who plugged it in and then connected it to the dead burner phone. It powered up at once. Meanwhile, Cookie took the other burner, Haley's, from him and turned it on as well. For a second, she worried that the phones might have passcodes or fingerprint locks. But as it turned out, they both went straight to their home screens. Shit, you got a couple of live burners here. Guess they weren't worried about anyone else finding these, Cookie muttered, tapping the phone icon on Haley's. No reason they would be. Hunter said, mirroring her movements on Dickie's phone. Who are we calling? Each other? Can I talk like it's fun? Walkie talkies. They should FaceTime. Yeah. It looks like Haley kept hers on her at all times, and Dickie kept his in his apartment. The only other person who might have known about it. Well, that's Peaches. Fuck the pain away. He shrugged. If your only concern is making sure nobody else knows who you're calling, that should do it. Unless your phone keeps slipping out, which has happened to Haley twice now, at least. But you're right. Okay, let's see what they've been so secretive about. She pulled up the burner's call history and Hunter did the same. I've only got two numbers in here. 911? Hunter announced. Hey, 411. <laughs> he called 411 to ask what the number was for 911. What are they doing with these? <laughs> he frowned as he studied the screen. Looks like one was called regularly and the other only a few times. The first one called the day Dickie died, and again that same day, but hasn't called since. Their second number stopped calling the day before he died. Well, damn. Do you think they called him? They're like, you're dead, Dickie. Dickie, you're dead, dude. Who is this? All right. Well, hey, so be it. If you say so, stranger. I guess my time is up. Who am I to disagree? I must meet my maker. Only two numbers in here, too, Cookie confirmed. Same as you. The first one shows up a lot. The second one only a few times. She called the first one the day Dickie died, and then again a few hours later. Mm -hmm. She hadn't gotten any calls from the second number for a while, and then they started again the day he died. Now, are we thinking maybe these phones are calling each other? Is that a possibility? What's the first number? Hunter asked. He switched over to an aboutless phone screen Cookie saw. On a hunch, she hit call instead of answering directly. A second later, the phone in Hunter's hand lit up and started vibrating and chirping. Well, I'll be goddamned. Who could have guessed that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the number that's in the uh, here the most, too. He answered. After she ended the call and his phone had quieted again. So they were calling each other regularly. That makes sense. That makes sense. A couple of detectives. And then she called him the day he died, but yeah. he didn't answer. Uh-huh. And she tried him again, then I must have gotten the news that he was dead. Damn. No point calling the phone anymore when you know nobody's going to answer. <laughs> I won't be calling that number again because he dead. I mean, suffice to say, these people will not be, like, contacting the cell tower and getting the ping of, like, location data. Yeah. This is going to work just fine. It'll be fine. <clears throat> Turns out they're not even actually cops. Turns out Dickie's been alive this whole time. He's been at the car wash. This whole book's taking place over 20 minutes. I think these are all dogs. Damn. And this is all in a pound. Well, I'll be. Should and we... you know that o that boat in that ocean? Uh, That's just when the helpers came in to hose down the dogs. Okay. I like where your head's at. I make an executive decision to go to the last page now.
Well, I already put the book down. Let's stop there. Uh, yeah, the illusion of control. Let's jump ahead <laughs> to the last page of Life in the Dead Lane. Come back, Dicky. Put it out of its misery. Let's read the last page of Life in the Dead Lane. For a second, Cookie considered saying no. He should have thought about returning the car before agreeing to fly home with some pop star in her private jet. What's going on in this fucking book? But that would have been petty of her and uncalled for. She owed Hunter more than that. Besides, it was a sweet ride. This way she get to drive it, even if only to the ferry and then a few blocks over. Ferry's back. So instead she said, sure, no problem. Then she smirked at him. But don't think you're getting out of here without a proper goodbye. I'm going to open this hot rod up. I'm going to rip around the corners of this little town. I'm going to mm-hmm. tear it apart, baby. I hit some pedestrians. Wouldn't dream of it. Blast through some school zones. Oh. I mean, not trying Speeding. to hit him, But sometimes you got to just gun it. Like, pedal to the metal, baby. He scooped her up into a tight hug. Take care of yourself, okay? He asked as he squeezed her in a warm embrace. Let me know how you're doing. And if you ever need anything, or if there's any more trouble out here, or if Mr. Ratchet over there gets too handy, or... Yeah, yeah, I got it. More, give me more. She pulled away so she could look at her ex-partner in the eye. Thanks, Hunter. (laughs) I mean it. He shrugged and hit her with one of those soft, sweet, shy smiles he rarely revealed. Ooh, Shane, that's foul repulsive face you've made. Anytime. Cookie turned to Haley, who was waiting, arms open wide. Thank you so much. <laughs> the singer whispered in her ear as they hugged. Oh. Really? <laughs> it was so amazing to meet you. A strained whisper. Really? Really? It was really good to meet you. Thank you so much. Cookie replied. <laughs> and I'm glad we could help. She grinned as they pulled apart. Me and Haley Holloway. My teen self is squeeing right now. My teens. Squeeing? Yeah. Squeeing. Uh-huh. All right. So is that slang for squirting? Haley laughed and pulled out her phone. Well, this should put her over the top then. She quickly leaned in to snap a selfie of the two of them together. I'll get your number from Hunter and text that to you. She promised as she gathered her suitcases. Rather you didn't. And just as quickly he passed them off to Hunter, who seemed only too happy to carry them for her. Then the two of them, the singer and the FBI agent, headed for the door. The screen door banged shut behind them, and Cookie glanced over at Dylan. Hey, she said softly. Remember me? No. Who are you again? Who are all of you people? <laughs> what have wor- we been doing this whole time? <laughs> the whirlwind. Questions I'd like to have answered. Bro. The whirlwind departure had left her a little dazed. Hey, yourself. He grinned a little, which sent all kinds of warm thoughts and feelings running it through her. Love that grin. But, to, but to not, that's why I like a good clean book. It just takes one grin to get your juices going. But they, they won't even say juices, though. Mm-hmm. Say uh, jitters or uh, squeeze. My jitters are all squeed up because of that handsome grin. Uh, I love that sentence. Shane's upset. What? I always see it in, see it in his eyes. I think grin should be abbreviated to G's. Flash me a G. Thanks for the G, bud. <laughs> so. Grins are purely transactional for you. I hear I missed some excitement last night, and that at least one part of it might have involved my boat. Uh, yeah. Cookie bitter lip. Yeah, Dickie died. Yeah. Oops. 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 Had a little bit of fu- too much fun last night on the old boat. Hope you got a mop. Sorry about that. It was an emergency. There wasn't time to call you, but I shouldn't have just. It's okay. 
he interrupted and she could see he meant it. You probably saved Haley's life and definitely both her money and her reputation. I think I can forgive a little boat napping for that. Oh, aw, thanks. Good, great, thanks. Cookie shook her head, trying to snap out of it. But Dylan's smile and his eyes were too distracting. Damn, bad G will get you. A toothy G. So, I've got to head over to Hancock later to drop off a car. Ever taken a ride in a Mustang? <laughs> cool. Cool car. Wow. I think I've talked about before. this before, but that scene in Spider-Man where Tobey Maguire's like, cool car. I think about it a lot. Oh. You say that defines you as a person? No, I see a car go by and I'm and like, think that? I'm like, <laughs> cool car. Nice. Who does he say that to? Uh, James Franco pulls up to take Mary Jane on a date in like the first 10 minutes of like the first movie. And Tobey Maguire is a nerd and he's like holding the fence because he was talking to her and he just looks over as she's walking away and he's like, cool car. It is a cool car. It really sets the tone for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Action and adventure. And cool cars. CC. That's my new thing, abbreviations. <laughs> Very cool, VC. I have actually told her, and she remembered him stuffed in the backseat of Hunter's Rental just a few weeks ago. I said it worked a different case, but I'd be happy to take another, especially if it's with the right person. Yeah. She brushed her hair back out of her face. Great. You said that like the counting crows. Yeah. 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 That's why I say yes. That's my cool car. Cool car and counting crows. Yeah. Makes it uh, the abbreviation life a little tough. Yeah. CC2. I don't know what song you're going for. Yeah. Amber. I just know Mr. Jones. Jesus. Expand your discography for CC, if you please. It's Mr. Jones or Bust. Mm. Put that on a shirt. She brushed her hair back out of her face. Yeah. Great. He nodded. In the meantime... He looked faster toward the window. It's a gorgeous day out. It's supposed to be nice and uh, smooth on the water, too. Perfect day for a boat ride. Yeah, maybe we can find Dickie's body. <laughs> and I think to recall we've got a picnic to finish. <laughs> Cookie smiled back at him. So we- get that goulash. Hop in my tang. Get yourself a and couple we'll of... we'll rip it to the F. The ferry. <laughs> Hit the F with some G. For RP. Uh-huh. Get yourself a Ziploc full of losh. We do, don't Zip we? Ziploc. That's what we call it. Mm-hmm. Portable. On the go. You just, it's like a Capri Sun. You pop a straw in there. Suck it up. She agreed happily. Ziploc. And maybe you could give me some more tips on how to drive a motorboat while we're at it, because I kind of enjoyed it last night. You did? Mmm. He smirked. Ooh, no grin this time, my friend. Just a dirty little S. <laughs> doing doing dangerous things to her insides. <laughs> I think that can be arranged. We'd have to discuss my fee for lessons, though. The way his gaze lingered on her lips. Mm. Cookie had the feeling it would be a price. She'd be more than happy to pay. Whoa. Eating butt. <laughs> That's the price. Well, that was a fun story that I had a hard time keeping up with, but all I know is Dickie's dead and he ain't coming back. Dickie, we hardly knew you. We didn't know you at all. Hi, Dickie. Rest easy at the bottom of the leg. Oh, you old sport. You gave it your all. You gave it your all. And then... He died. Tough. He's a goner. 
Okay. Um, well, that was good. Who plays these people in the movie? Who plays these people in a movie? Cookies, Drew Barrymore. Oh, seems really good. Any other thoughts on Cookie? Going once. Going twice. Sold. It's Drew Barrymore. It's Drew Barrymore. Who plays Dylan? Dylan. Matt Dylan. I had it stuck in my head the whole time. It's going to be Devin Sawa. Oh, it's never Devin Sawa. Uh, Unless it's a haircut model. Dylan McDermott. I go into the salon and I say, give me the Sawa. And they say, sir. This is inappropriate for your age. uh, Seagulls or swoop. You're like, no, no, the ballroom scene from Casper, please. Duh. Doy. Okay, idiot. what else? Who else we got? Who? What else are we working with here? We um, got Dickie, Dead Dickie. Dead Dickie. Dead mm. Dickie is played by the one and the only Jerry Orbach. Oh, Jerry Orbach. <laughs> we go to old Dickie. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Who else? <laughs> um, uh, the last guy. Forgot his name. Swan. The, oh, yeah, Swan. Oh, that's um, that's H. John Judge, Benjamin, dude. Judge Ryan. H. John Drudge Ryan. <laughs> Well, they never say what the J stands for. It's John Benjamin. It could be Judge Reinhold. <laughs> True. All right. That sounds like a fucking bad cast for a terrible <laughs> movie. But, you know, that's what the, that's why you don't well, pay this money. It all comes down to who's leading the the effort here. Who's directing this? Who's story? directing this? I'll tell you who. It's a Zemeckis, and it's all CGI. Oh. That's right. We got Polar Express level CGI here. And the goulash 3D. Uh, <laughs> the goulash is played by Danny DeVito. <laughs> that's it. That's the end. That book was, well, couldn't tell you what happened. Don't remember any of it already. It was written in English, though, which was a big plus for me. It was good. We understood the words. Yeah. But Mm. we missed all the murder. Yeah. I wanted to see Dickie's death scene, his brutal, grisly death. But that's no fault of the authors. That's a fault of this podcast. the, The podcast is bad, folks. It's bad. You don't want to listen to it anymore. Anyway, hey, come back tell your next friends. week. Yeah, tell somebody else about it. Maybe you can curse them with this. Like a bad chain letter. Pass this on. If you don't tell your friend about this podcast, you'll have bad luck for 40 years, and your mom and dad will die sooner than they would have before. Well, that's the end of the episode. Thank you to Chris Linguist for our artwork. Thank you to Morris Reese for our music. You can find us at bookclubpodcast.com, AMZN Book Club on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. If you want to, if after this you've decided you want to pay money for this, you can go to patreon.com slash AMZN Book Club. Give us $5 a month and you will get twice the episodes. A little something special. A little, uh, little To be diss. fair, those episodes tend to be better because we're reading better books. Mm, interesting take on it. I think they're all bad, but... You be the judge, pay the money, and you can tell us how good it is. What else are we thinking here? You already got a phone number. It's been a while since 567-309-0357. can't even finish my sentence. That's fine. It's for the best. Let's wrap this thing up. Let's take it on out. Let's go. Let's get out of here. Everybody, hey, have a good night. Have a good day. I'm just going to give out a hearty goodbye. <laughs> you know what? Fair. You know what? Goodbye. <laughs>